Hey everyone, Mr. Toast here. Just want to let you know you can watch the podcast and interact with other viewers live on twitch.tv slash convictedtoast. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome back everybody to another episode of uh, Mixed Media with Mr. Rager and Mr. Toast. Finally covering, uh, it's been our biggest our biggest project so far and we're, we're here at the end. We're happy you're here with us as well, but I don't know how, uh, I don't have any tissues. Do you bring tissues? I, I got a couple somewhere. <laughs> I got to dig around for them. We are finally covering uh, the final season, part two, and part three and part four of Attack on Titan. The final two parts are just two really long episodes. They, it was complicated. It's They're kind of split into four, like two really long episodes and uh, two hour long specials. So like four really long episodes, basically. Yeah, it's kind of like The Simpsons, you know, you watch up until The Simpsons movie comes out, and you watch that as the finale, and the show ended after that. You don't watch anything <laughs> past that. That's kind of what this is. These are the final two movies of Attack on Titan that adapt the final, like, nine or ten chapters of the manga with some, like, added uh, changes for your digestion. Yeah. So, um, let's get started with uh, the final season, uh, part two. Uh, I'm going to pull this up just so I make sure we don't talk about any. I don't want to talk in out of order because yeah. it, it starts with a lot of revelations and then it just keeps going and going and going. This is essentially a season's worth of content pretty much. Yeah. Uh, where we left off last time was a huge cliffhanger for any previous viewers or anybody that watched up to that point with us and has been waiting. Yeah, we ended with what peak on the... Uh, on the roof and she kind of mimics Ervin's thing with uh, the enemies right there. And then we see the uh, Zeppelins flying overhead and we realize that there's war on parody. Yeah. So um, season uh, four, technically episode 17 judgment. Um, trying to think what all happens in this one. I know we get a lot of battle scenes. Um, we see the Browse family kind of helping out. And uh, Zeke is trying to get to Aaron, and Aaron is trying to get to Zeke. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think anything really like, overly crazy happened. Like we get to see the uh, the start of the battle, and there's some really cool shit. We see the uh, anti Titan uh, cannon. Yeah, I think a large part of this episode is more focused on um, uh, Falco and Gabby, and like kind of putting them more in the headspace of. They're not demons, they're like us. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of have that realization, like, wait a minute. We're all the same people. Yeah. And they're trying to help fight Aaron, too. Um, because at this point, they're kind of, they're not sure what Aaron's going to do. They're trying to stop him. They're trying to kind of pull him apart. And she realizes that a lot of the soldiers there, they're kind of scared. They don't know what's going to happen. They heard that Aaron and Zeke are going to euthanize people at this point. Um, so they're not quite sure. Then we get sneak attack, which, um, um this is where, uh, flock or not, uh, flock. Jesus. Um, God, what's his name? Uh, the one that's with peak. That oh. original jaw. Uh, oh, God. Porco? Isn't it uh, Porco? I can't remember. I don't think it's Porco. 
I think that's what uh, they call him, though. But that's what. Uh, yeah, no, it is Porco. Porco Galliard. Galliard. That's what I was thinking of. I was thinking yeah, of the last Ga- name. Uh, so um, he is uh, he's killed in this episode, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, pretty much near uh in death, and uh, it's revealed we knew about the wine. We know the um a bunch of the higher ups drank the wine, and uh, Zeke uses the beast to uh start awakening them. Meanwhile, Aaron is kind of charging down the street. Um, we see Gabby with this anti-Titan rifle, and she looks across the uh the street and she sees them. So she um she starts aiming, and I'm pretty sure that's where this uh this one ends, because it's the next one that we. I can't remember. Is he shot in this one or the next? Yeah, one? it's at the very end because it leaves off on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. Gabby um shoots Aaron like just completely blows his head off, and is head is flying in the air and the episode ends and then we get two brothers um which if you want to talk about this one this one is the um yeah so we get uh it's we kind of have this moment it's almost like it's frozen in time um where uh it is zeke and aaron and they're kind of they're seeing um, the tree again, the the paths as they go up into the cosmos, essentially. Um, and we kind of have this moment where this is when Aaron is finally like, let's you know, uh, take control, you know, and uh, use the founding titan and like com- and complete the plan. Um, but in the moment he finally reveals to Zeke that he does not agree with his plan and he's going to do his own thing. Um, and Zeke's, uh, in this moment of realization is like, yeah, I just wanted to see what your true intentions were. I already, uh, you know, made contact with Ymir, the founding Titan. Um, so then he, it's at this moment where, uh, Aaron is then chained up on the beach and, uh, starts violently trying to pull his hands from the, uh, from the chains. And this is the, I think the reveal here is, is phenomenally done. Um, we have this kind of moment where Zeke was not fully committed to the, uh, to like Aaron's ideas and he didn't fully trust him. And it was like, this is a test to see, you know, where his true intentions are. Uh, and the way it turns around too, um, because he has this moment where, uh, like Aaron's, you know, trying to get out. He finally manages to get out of the chains and traces down your mirror. And she's just continuing to walk towards the tree. And, uh, Zeke's like, you can't do anything. She's not going to stop. Um, and what is it he says to her? Uh, uh, I can't remember. It's something like you don't have to follow or something. You can like make, choose your own path, something along those lines. I don't remember the yeah. exact quote. Yeah, because then he uh, touches heads with Aaron and convinces Aaron to follow him. Right. 
Uh, and um, the only other thing I will say uh, that we missed is uh, Falco eating Porco. Yeah. That happens, like, uh, right during this. And then we get Memories of the Future, which is one of my favorite episodes of the series. Um, this one and from you 2,000 years ago are pretty close as my favorite. We get to see more of Zeke's background. And uh, Zeke's kind of taking him through here and... He's like seeing the basement and we get a huge reveal all the way back in season one. We see Aaron uh, talking to Grisha in the past. And it's one of the scenes that we've, it's one of the first scenes in the series in the first episode where Zeke is leaving or not Zeke, Jesus Christ, Grisha is leaving and Aaron's just kind of there talking to him, and it's when Grisha tells Aaron about the basement, almost like he was told to do that. So we um, we see Grisha yelling at Frida Reese, which is about a season ago at this point, a little more. Um, we had the reveal that Grisha killed the uh, Reese family to obtain the Attack Titan. Right. And uh, he's, like, pleading with her, like, Hey, the Attack Titan's ability can see the the memories of the future. I need you to save the world so Aaron doesn't like come into fruition. And um, she's like, "No, King Fritz swore it off. I can't help you." And uh, he kills the Reese family, takes the Founding Titan. He uh. He's trying not to, there's a bunch of the kids, and he's hesitating, he's like, I can't kill, and we see Aaron sitting there talking to him, like, telling him to do it, and Grisha's just, like, screaming, the camera's on his face, and he does it, the events of the past play out as they were meant to, and Grisha, like, breaks down, he's like, seeing, he sees Zeke for the first time in all these years, and he, he knows it's him, and he's telling him that Aaron's plan is gonna happen, it already has happened. Yeah. There's nothing you could do to stop it. Please, please try and stop him. And he tells uh, Zeke that he, you know, I regret not being a better father to you. It, it's such a good episode. Um, and then Zeke reappears in the past and he's pulled out of the memory. Yeah. So uh, how do you how do you feel about this episode as a first time watch? Uh, one second before I do that, uh, just want to thank you, Jordan, for the gifted sub to Fuchsia. Appreciate that. Um, anyway, my thoughts on the episode are getting the reveal that everything that we've seen to this point was all basically because of Aaron. He he controlled this. He he kind of um, what do you call it? Like a time time warp, time paradoxed himself. I don't know. Well, yeah. not really a paradox, but definitely, like, manipulated himself through time uh, in a way that he wouldn't understand until uh, he came back in contact with, um, oh, God, what's your name? It's gone from Ymir. my head. Uh, is it Ymir? Yeah, the, are you talking about the little girl? Yeah, uh, no, the um, the other one, the the one that had the royal family or the royal blood oh her. historia yeah when he had the visions after he like made contact because that's when everything shifted right yeah 
So I think when he made contact with her, that's when he realized like he's already set these plans into motion. Yep, he he's had these these things in the works. Yeah. Um. So, um, my second one of my other favorite episodes of the series from you two thousand years ago, a callback to the very first episode of the series to you two thousand years uh, in the past, or no, it's in the future. And then now it's from you 2,000 years ago. So really, really awesome play. It was 80 episodes later, and the title of the first episode means something. Um, so they're kind of, Zeke and Aaron are fighting over Ymir. And he he's like, enact the euthanization plan. And Aaron like rips himself free from the chains. And she, uh, Ymir is going towards the coordinate to do his plan. And we get a flashback 2,000 years in the past. And we see Ymir, uh, I don't know if I could say this, but she was uh, raped. She was uh, abused. She, uh, she had a horrible, horrible life um, because she was blamed for letting this pig escape. And they're hunting her down, and she jumps into this tree. That tree is very important. Yeah. And she ends up in this deep pool in this entity it looks kind of like a like a what do you call those things a millipede a centipede uh like a cocoon are you talking like a cat like a no 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 the the thing oh, that like comes out yeah it looks kind of like definitely, a centipede definitely centipede-esque sorry i was and, oh you're good uh did something happen in the chat uh no i was going i was Trying to re- recall the episode because we watched this uh oh. like two months ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a little bit yeah. since. Uh, Jordan says, "Yeah, we could use the uh, use the Titan, or you could just show me the move." That's a uh, hot rod reference. If you've seen that movie, <laughs> I have not. <laughs> uh, yeah, tree is cool, but what about the bush, bro? Dude. So, um, this like weird looking creature kind of attaches itself to her and it's revealed that that's how the titans are created she becomes the first titan yeah and she's still being used as a slave and she is uh made to father or mother sorry three children with king fritz uh maria rose and sheena which are the three names of the walls they were named after the daughters uh, Ymir sacrifices herself when this dude kind of shoots this arrow trying to kill King Fritz. And Fritz gets the fucking kids over there, uh, Mario, Rose, and Cena, and they eat her body so that when they have kids, they can keep passing on the power of the Titans. And she's sent to the paths. And she spends the next 2,000 years kind of dealing with the Titans, doing whatever she's just... And time, we should mention, is very, very slow in the past. So this is a long, long time to be in this place with yeah. nothing. But she is there for an elongated 2,000 years. 2,000 years that feels closer to 12 or 13. Yeah, if we're using the reference from um, the other Ymir that is largely featured in Season 2... She mentions that she was a Titan for roughly 60 years. Is it something like that? And she was, uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. She was actually a Titan for 60 years. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that was oh well. I see what you're saying. So that would have been torture for her. Yeah, so like much much longer. Do you do you think when somebody turns into a, into a pure titan, they're just like their Ow. mind is in the paths. in the paths? I don't know. I know if you are one of the nine, your soul is trapped in the paths when you die, which is why the thing happens when we get a little bit further. Yeah, but I don't know about pure titans. I don't know if they're trapped in the paths or not. Right. Um, because I'm pretty sure it's just the dead, or it's supposed to be. Um. So, where was I? I was talking. Uh, oh, they're eating the, the. Yeah, he calls his three kids over. They're eating the mother. She's. Yeah, we were there. I lost my train of thought. You did. Um. So, uh, after seeing this flashback, Aaron is like, Ymir, this is freedom. You make the choice. And she chooses her future for the first time in her life. Instead of listening to Zeke with royal blood, she makes her own choice. Which is, her whole life, that's all she did was listen to the, to the king. Um, so, she touches hands with Aaron, and then we see the, um the stone around the walls start crumbling and all of the colossal titans we see all of them they encase all three of the walls hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them all around the area and the rumbling begins and um he uh, all of them are transported to the paths because Aaron now has control of a large majority of the nine um, they're all put into the paths, and Aaron's like, my name is Aaron Yeager, uh, to my friends, chill out, stay cool, <laughs> I'm gonna trample the entire fucking planet, but, <laughs> just don't leave that island, please, I, I implore of you, stay right there, let me do my thing, let me kill all the innocent children, let me kill a couple billion, and then I'll be back, and we can have, like, lunch. And uh, they're all like, yeah, it's on me. They're all like horrified. They, I mean, imagine you're just sitting here, right? And then all of a sudden, when you look around, there's nothing but blue and all these things. And there's a voice of someone you know. And you see other people there with you that you know. And there's a voice just like, hey, everybody, uh, I'm going to kill a large percentage of the world's population now. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> like you wouldn't even know what to do. You just be sitting there, and you just be like, "How did I not see him like change like this beforehand?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, oh, we are now on to Thaw, which is uh, right where we started back up with uh, this month. If you want to talk about the next couple, okay. Uh, one sec though. Uh, okay. Jordan says, uh, "How do you like your mom? Well done, your medium." Uh, breast your thigh. Thigh, please. <laughs> please. Well done. <laughs> All right. Um, so we go on to this episode where um, we kind of have it recaps, and it's like everybody's just kind of thinking, "Is Aaron like serious about this? Like, what do we, what do we do?" Because nobody's sitting there and they're thinking, "Yeah, what if we just let Aaron do that?" <laughs> Uh, I mean, they do debate on it uh, uh, quite a bit, truly. 
They're they like, do, and for for a little bit, it looks like John's going to take him up on it. Yeah, um, it's it's a wild portion right there, especially so where we are now. There's so much stuff happening with the Jaegerist, and it is unbelievable. We'll talk about it more, but it is it is insane. Um, but could you read me the synopsis for this episode? I'm trying to go off uh, memory. So this is the one where Reiner is like in this house and uh gabby is uh trying to find falco um there's pure titans everywhere uh they find falco and they're like we should take him away and then uh connie gets a hold of him and he escapes with falco and he's planning to feed him to his mom that's right uh one thing i absolutely love about this episode it happens very it's very short it's like maybe three minutes of the episode but we have this scene where all of the um all the like current characters that we've been with for the entire show are just taking out of all the pure titans and they do it within like just a couple of minutes and it's like we get to see how far they've come um in regards to just fighting titans yeah it's and that that soundtrack is so good yeah. and we also get the send off for um pixis who was one of the uh individuals that drove the wine yeah we uh r.i.p pixes yep um uh, go ahead i was just gonna i just was gonna finish up the synopsis for you yeah go ahead um so i i'm trying to remember what else happens after that big fight i know it's like towards the end and uh oh the does the, i pretty did the, the connie and armin thing happens in this one too doesn't it or is that the next one uh I don't know. We we watched what six episodes plus the two specials. Yeah, pretty recently. Yeah, so we're trying. It, it it's going so quickly here. You can't blame us for it getting a little bit blurry. Oh no no no! That's the that's not this episode. This one ends with them realizing that uh the hardening and Annie's crystal. <laughs> Oh, okay. it's been undone yeah because armin's like if he undid all of the titan hardening in the world if reiner's armor fell off that means annie's free yeah who has been absent since the end of season two end of season one end of season oh that's right yeah yeah she gets I was, I was thinking i was one. thinking uh because season one was longer than season two yeah was... they had it two parts to season one yeah that's yeah. right yeah, she she hasn't been around since. Oh my god, that was like at this point sixty episodes practically. Yeah, plus uh, in the grand scheme of the entire show's timeline, that's like four years. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. So we have uh, we have uh, Ani who is now thought out and, um. She's basically gone into like you know she's crawled out of the the dungeon where they've been keeping her and uh, what's her name the other the other girl oh her her friend yeah um I'm trying to think Hitch Hitch that's right uh so Hitch is like going through and she sees these like puddles uh going through the hall and she's like okay I'll track these down goes into her room uh and is like. Nobody in here. And then Ani's behind her with uh, her ring on, and she's already cut herself and is like, all right, don't do anything. I've already cut myself. I could turn into a Titan a second. 
um which can you imagine being that being like your first interaction with somebody that's been frozen for four years like one of your best friends yeah i mean she at this point annie doesn't even give a fuck she just wants to see her dad yeah that's the big thing that we've kind of uncovered is um it's hitch and armin have been like visiting and she could like hear everything that they were saying and her entire time between them being there she's just thinking i just want to see my dad that was it um which we also get a lot more um backstory for how she was raised and how she learned all of the um martial, martial arts. arts yeah mm-hmm. um which was honestly that might be my favorite part of the episode was just the the whole backstory for it yeah it was it was really good i just lost my entire oh isayama really knows how to like write solid stories for every one of his characters and really really blur that line to where you're like shit like he did it to us with reiner and ani and Mm -hmm. zeke yeah Um, that's a lot we learn about uh it's it's in those same two episodes. I think we skipped over it where Zeke we learn why he likes baseball. Oh yeah, because his um his like father figure after uh Grisha is sent to parody, he uh he's basically adopted uh by what's his name? Oh god. Uh I forget. Basically he's he's adopted by this man who likes to just play catch with him. Yep. And he was the uh beast titan before him. Yep. And he passes it on to him, and we get to learn why Zeke believes that um, he wants to euthanize everyone. So, um, so we get a lot of the back, uh, the backstory stuff for Ani in this. I'm trying to remember what else happens. Uh, is this where the uh, the battle happens? Or is that the next one between the Jaegerists and the Scouts? I think it's the next episode. Okay, so this one must be the one where uh, we it ends with Falco being awake, um, the reveal of Levi being alive in the post credit scene. Yep. And um, fucked up, but alive. Uh, yeah. Like, never walk again, pretty much. Um. I thought there was something else big that happened at the uh, end of this one. I think it's just a lot of talking between Flock and them. Is this the one where... uh... Shit, what's his name? Their trainer. Oh, uh, Isades? Yes, is this the one where he gets beat by Falco's men? No, that was before. Uh, We skipped a few episodes for that. Oh, I got you. Okay. And then it's the next one where they're going to, uh, with John and, okay. I'm trying to get these straight because we watched them like back to back. Yeah. We, so for context, uh, we had to, we were get, playing catch up a little bit for the last episode. We watched it, uh, we watched a few episodes the night before. And then the day of, we watched another four episodes plus the two specials for, for the finale. So yeah. I'll, the timeline is blurring a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we watched a lot really fast, and it, it's a lot of information. Oh, Trent says Tom Saver is the past beast. Okay. Gotcha. Tom, that makes sense. Uh, so we have um, 
a lot of the wall titans were kind of uh they're out of there now can't see him any longer we see hanji and levi and she's stitching him up and he is fucked up like he lost an eye his legs are all fucked up lost two fingers on his right hand yep yep and uh he's just like i gotta kill the monkey yep (laughs) i gotta kill zeke this is this is my goal now the monkey dies yeah Yeah, the monkey dies (laughs) So this is where Connie and uh, the Armin thing happens. Uh, Connie's going to feed uh, Falco to um, the, uh, his mother, who is a Titan, and Armin uh, goes to feed himself. And uh, instead, Connie tackles him to the ground, and uh, Connie kind of changes his mind. He's like, okay, you're right. Let's just go back. So they all go back, and they just find Annie, who, which is one of the funniest scenes in the entire series when they're all just like they're like i think annie's around here somewhere and like armin and connie are just sitting there with mikasa and they just look over and annie's sitting there with this big piece of pie just shoving it into her face <laughs> and they're like annie and she's just like chewing really aggressively yeah and then it's connie just like annie's eating pie <laughs> <laughs> trit says Levi has only a pointer and a middle finger and a thumb. Yeah, he loses uh, his uh, ring finger and his index finger. Or no. I think it's the other way. I think he loses his index and his middle finger, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I thought. thought And he has his ring finger and his pinky and his thumb. Yeah, because it was kind of like this. Because he couldn't, like, operate the triggers on on the ODM gear, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm going to Google it because I'm curious now. He lost his index and middle finger. Yep, we were right. On his right hand. According to the official Attack on Titan wiki, he lost his uh, right eye and his missing index and middle finger. That makes sense, because if you think about the way he was standing on the cart when uh, Zeke detonated. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. And he's like their their biggest warrior too yeah so um a hitch comes back with more pie for ani and there's a note saying hey i'm going with my friends and uh mikasa refuses to join the jaegeris and she gets her scar or her scarf back and he's just like all right that's fine john come up here and help me execute yelena and anya and capone uh for treason and uh Onion Capone is like, hey, like, killing everybody in the planet, it's not cool. Yeah. Like, you're not a cool guy for helping him. Like, I thought we were cool. I no longer think we're cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then he he calls them some choice words. And then they, uh, they go to, uh, execute him on the roof. And, um, John like shoots into the ground. He fires four times, and it, it's revealed that that was a uh, signal. Uh, we see Peak, the Cart Titan, come up, and she grabs John and takes off. And Elena and Onion Capone are in the mouth too, and they're going to uh, Commander Magath, who is from Marley. Yeah, and uh, we see that Levi and Hanji are with them, and uh, Mikasa and Connie are leaving with supplies. And they also have Ani, Falco, and Gabby with them. And they see somebody in a window looking down on them. 
kind of watching what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, then they join with Reiner, and they decide that they're going to save the world. And then we get episode 25 of this season, Night of the End. This is a big episode. Yeah. Yeah, pretty, I mean, not. it's pretty, like, what do I want to say? It's, like, kind of condensed. Yeah. But there is a lot of uh, character stuff that happens. I have to pee. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep, I've been talking. I've been drinking water. Just uh, If you want to give a synopsis of this episode, you can. No, I'll just edit this part out. Don't worry about it. Since Mikey's taking a pee break, I figured I'd take the time to tell you about our sponsor, Dubby Energy. Dubby Energy is a powdered energy drink that contains zero maltodextrin, zero fillers, and no artificial dyes or colors. And the best part is you won't experience any jitters or crashes. If you'd like to try Dubby for yourself, head over to www.dubby.gg. That's www.dubby.gg and use code CONVICTEDTOAST, that's all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order. Back to the podcast. Welcome back. Thank you. You know, this is the only downside to doing it live, but I think the upside to getting to chat with everybody is well worth it. That's fair. Well worth it. Sorry again, chat. Got an overacted bladder. I'm professional. I mean, what? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, all right. So we're on the night of the end. I got some more water, too. That way I can keep talking. That way you can pee again. <laughs> No, 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 one per one per podcast. <laughs> That's my rule. Um, so um, we have this. Uh, this episode starts with John, and he's kind of fantasizing about a future life for himself. Um, him and, and like a wife and a kid, and Hanji's like, "Hey, uh, you good? We kind of gotta, uh, you know, stop a genocide here." And um. He tells Hanji, he's like, I, I want to live in the interior. And then he's reminded of Marco, who, another callback from a character that died in season one. Uh, they kind of all get into like these debates around this campfire. We see all these people from Marley and all of these people from Parody. And they're arguing about who the real devils are. And Ani confronts Mikasa. She's like, can you kill Aaron? Like, if you have to, can you do it? Yeah. And uh, she's like, I, 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 I don't know. And they both would kind of agree, like, let's ask him if he'll stop first. <laughs> um, so uh, they're trying to figure out what their uh, first course of action should be. They're like, we need to get this flying boat, which is pretty much... <clears throat> How would you describe the flying boat? Just like a Zeppelin? Yeah, it's pretty much just a Zeppelin, um, but they, yeah, yeah, I, I suppose that's the closest thing you can give it. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird piece of technology, but they're like, that's the only way we're going to get there. Well, it starts that way, uh, and then when they like fully assemble it, it's basically just a like a plane. Yeah, it's plain looking, but it like also fits like all of them. Yeah. And like at the where this is like I don't know this feels very World War One to me. Yeah, it, it feels like it kind of develops into that kind of time period. It feels like 
but I guess like with how the state of the world is, it's it's its own thing. Yeah. Um. So Yelena's like, you know, she starts talking about all of the acts that they've committed, all the horrible things that they've done, and how Reiner and Ani caused Marco to be eaten. Uh, and they're just it, it, it's fucked. And uh, Reiner kind of starts feeling really guilty about Marco, and John starts beating the shit out of him. And Gobby is like, John, please, we need to save my family. And he's just done with it. Yeah. And uh, he comes back the next day. He's like, I'll join your alliance. I'll do it. And uh, they go to uh, where the flying boat is. He, he tells uh, Gabby that he will never be able to forgive Reiner. And Pete kind of scouts it out. And they discover that the Jaegerists have full control over the port. And Flock has a Kiyomi Azumbito. First try. Hostage. I had no idea what her name was. Like, the entire <laughs> time we were watching it. And I was reading the synopsis. And I saw that name. I'm like, we got this. From now on, they will be referred to as the hostage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, she's, uh, she's technically a descendant of... Um, or an ancestor of uh, Mikasa and mm -hmm. Levi in some way. Uh, so then the next episode, Traitor, uh, if you want to talk a little bit about this one, you can. Um, This is the one where uh, they start their attack on the uh, port. Right. Yeah, so it starts off with uh, them going after the hostages to like kind of get that clear first, but in order to do so, they have... Um, uh Armin and Connie going up to the um up to the port, you know, saying, Hey, er uh who is it? They said uh, uh they said that uh Peak was attacking yeah, them in the yeah. cart. They said Peak was trying to swim uh swim to the mainland. Um and they're like uh we need to assemble we need to assemble the, the flying boat now so that we can you know catch up and get get her and they're like uh guys we were told that you were traitors you're <laughs> you're not traitors right and they're like of course not why, why would we be traitors why would we why would we want to stop Aaron? <laughs> um, yeah man we've been on uh on your side the whole time like what yeah uh and then flock uh is it flock or flock which flock flock very yeah, all the names, if you're it's, struggling, it's German. Yeah. So Flock is basically like, he's very suspicious. He's like, hmm, where have they been this entire time? And now all of a sudden they need the flying boat. That's weird. Um, The entire flying boat is covered in like dynamite. And they're like, we have orders to like blow this up. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Yeah, we need it right now. Let's let's get this let's get this TNT off this thing. It's very much like a uh oh, these aren't pies, they're bombs from a bomb factory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say it's like a like a little kid's cartoon where they like convince the bad guys to like walk away. But it it is goofy and it is silly, but at the same time, they trust them. Yeah. They've known them for years. Yeah. And it's so crazy to see how uh 
I mean, the whole situation is very morally gray at this point, except for the fact that I don't think it's very morally gray when Aaron is uh, trampling the world's population. An argument can be made for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. However, can you justify that to yourself? <laughs> you just got to go like this <laughs> for like an hour. I think it's more than an hour. It's a few days. Just go like this. <laughs> Audio listeners, it's just covering your eyes. That's all you got to do. Just like that. And then let Aaron do his thing. You open your eyes. Cool. Like everything's smooth sailing. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. But <laughs> it's, it's like it's like that Louis C.K. bit where he's like talking about how to get rid of peanut allergies. He's like, if we just left peanut butter where it went like this for like a year, <laughs> we'd have no more peanut allergies. That's um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Trent uh, says they went to boot camp together. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's insane, because that's, uh, I'm pretty sure at this point it's been four and a half years, if I'm not. About that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, So they're like, hey, we know these guys. They would never, like, betray us or anything. Um, I guess we can take the dynamite off. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can, you know. Yeah, so they, like, unwire it and everything, and then I'm trying to remember what triggers everything. Um. Uh, it's, um, oh shit. Basically the whole, like, spy thing is oh, not it's, working. I think it's right when Mikasa breaks in. Because she breaks in because they're about to kill, uh... Oh, that's right, yeah. They're, she was, like, uh, kind of in position waiting, and, like, if anything went to happen, she'd go in. Um, that's right. And then Flock is like, hey, they're bad guys. And um, they get the Azabito, they get it, um, get it into the basement for safety, and then there's this, the huge battle starts happening. Uh, Reiner and Ani both tra transform into their titans, and they start their attack on the Jaegerus. And Armin tries to stop Daz from rearming the explosives, and uh, he is uh, shot by Samuel, like what, through the jaw? It's like straight through like the side of the mouth. I don't yeah. know. It probably hit jaw, but there's no way to really know. Just the way he, going out the way it's drawn. Yeah. And Armin is shot in the face and Connie and Armin are kind of wrestling with the two of them and uh Con Connie stops, he shoots and kills Daz and Samuel. Yep. And um Armin has this like memory of Bertolt crying and talking about how someone must uh, get blood on their hands. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy ass episode. Um, it's a it's the next few guys. Yeah, we also few. get this great scene. I think it's in this episode where, um, basically all the characters are going through. You have uh Reiner and Ani in their Titan forms just decimating everybody. Um. Uh, Mikasa's going around also just handling Jaegerus left and right, and then we get this moment where they're like, there's gonna be reinforcements coming, and like this whole tr this train's pulling through, and then out of nowhere, the whole train just explodes. And it's like, huh, that's weird, don't know who did that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. 
uh, we get that. Yeah, I can't remember if it's this one or the next one. We get it. Uh, I want to say it's episode. the beginning of the next episode. We get it. Well, they're still doing the battle because remember they're pushing uh, yeah. the boat into the water. And the, yeah. Oh, you mean twenty eight? Yeah. Gotcha. My bad. Um. So retrospective episode twenty seven starts. Uh, the battle is still going on. They're all kind of fighting, and uh, Falco's like, "I gotta fight." So, um, he joins the fight as well, and they see all these Jaeger reinforcements. That's in this episode. Yeah. Train. And the train explodes and derails, and uh, Falco transforms into the Jaw Titan for the first time, and Flock tries to destroy the ship's hull with a thunder spear, and Gabby shoots him down and he falls to the sea. Uh, presumably, presumably dead. Uh, so Falco's kind of like losing control, and McGath gets him out of his Titan. And they notice that there's a Marlian cruiser at the shore. He decides to stay back and destroy it. And he runs into Keith Sadies. And uh, he it's revealed that he was the one, as Mr. Toast was saying, he took out the train. And uh, at this point, he um, he's like, well, we got to blow this thing up. And this is one of my favorite scenes in the series. Because yeah. we get these two military commanders, one from this side of the sea and one from this one, and they are kind of just like having this heart to heart in the ship before they both blow it up. And because yeah, at this point, down. they're both like they've been military for like their entire lives, they've been it's been their career forever, yeah. And they like have these words back and forth about their time and like the people they've trained and their service and everything like that. And the ship explodes. And I think one of the most like upsetting parts is that the group knows that McGath went to blow that up. Yeah. They don't even know that Keith Shady's their military instructor from four years ago was protecting them the whole time. Yeah. He was the one in the window, by the way, a few episodes previous. Yes, that as well. Yes, he was watching them. He was looking down on them as as they left and it's a real that's a really good ending to that episode yeah uh, i'm pretty sure there's a post credit scene in this one uh before we get to the what is technically the final part of part two um hanji is telling them like her estimations and she's like marley and liberio which is where all the eldians are marley is going to be destroyed and there's nothing they can do and um, Ani, again, she's like, Mikasa, can you do it? Can you kill him? It's, uh, it's, it's really good. Um, this next episode, uh, The Dawn of Humanity, kind of serves as a big, like, wrap-up point before we get to the next two, which is really the end. This kind of serves as, like, your ladder to that point. Um, we see the scouts when they got to Marley for the first time and like them eating ice cream and everything for the first time ever. And Sasha's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and um, there are 
uh, some people there that Hanji is trying to get peace with, the subjects of the Amir Protection Group. And um, they realize that Aaron's gone. It's weird. And uh, Aaron kind of questions Mikasa's loyalty, asking what he means to her. And she's like, you're my family. And um, it's, a, it's a really interesting scene that's going to play off a lot more in the, in the last bit of this. Yeah. Um, so they're talking, uh, one of the representatives from the protection group is kind of talking about how the devil is a parody, should be exterminated, and everybody's cheering, and they're the protection group for the subjects of Ymir. And they're subjects of Ymir on that island, that's all they are, and it, even to them, they're like, they need to all be killed. Yeah. They're all devils. And um, Aaron disappears, and he doesn't have any contact with them. It's revealed to the audience that he had no contact with any of them until right before the uh, assault on Liberio happened. And um, we get this other flashback where Aaron meets Elena, and Aaron meets Zeke, and he's telling him the... uh, euthanization plan and he also reveals to Aaron that Ackermans are not compelled by blood to protect a host and Mikas has been helping him and protecting him and caring about him this whole time not because she had to but because she loved him and that is something that uh, conflicts with what Aaron was telling her earlier in season 4 that the Ackerman bloodline is sworn to protect the attack titan and the founding titan and everything and it's it's really cool to have that little moment right before everything goes down revealing that that wasn't true and that he lied to him yeah um aaron's talking to zeke and he's saying that he wants his friends to live long happy lives after he dies and uh in the present we see the global alliance they're like uh gotta stop him he's right there (laughs) and we just see like thousands this is the first time we get like a close-up view on what's happening yeah because for after the rumbling started we didn't see anything we just kind of stuck with our main group and what was happening on parody and we see the thousands of titans and we see aaron's head just fucking stretched up into the sky in this huge like skeleton rib cage looking back just all bones except for the flesh that's on his face. Yep. And we see the rumbling reach Marley and it starts to trample the mainland. And Aaron declares that he's going to destroy the world as the colossal Titans set foot on the mainland. Yeah, it's honestly that scene is so crazy because you had the moment where um just before they get to the mainland you have the like entire fleet uh the marlin fleet is literally sitting there waiting for them and they start firing all the weapons and everything at them and they manage to take out maybe a maybe a dozen if that yeah barely any there's a, and a lot of them are taking out the other ones like if they get the legs yeah and they trip over each other yeah and then uh that the entire fleet's wiped out and they make contact with the mainland and they uh 
there's another like group just sitting there waiting with anti-titan weapons and they see the entire thing and they're just they just abandon it they just start running for their lives yeah and then we get um we uh, the the scene with zeke and aaron when we see a lot of aaron's like inner emotions about how he's feeling about the acts he's going to commit uh going to commit it adds a lot to what we see in the finale uh so i guess that brings us to part three there's technically two chapters in this that we can break it down into the rumbling and sinners yeah um the rumbling is just that we see aaron destroying groups of people all over the world um Ani is on the ship and she's she tells um we get this moment with her and Armin where it seems like there's some feelings between the two of them and she decides that she's going to stay behind and not go with them to confront Aaron. She's like, My dad's already dead. I'm tired of fighting and they're like, Yeah, Ani's had like, you know, all these fights. And I, I was talking to Keegan about this great meme. Uh, where it's like it shows like Reiner and Peak and Armin and they're all like just completely like grizzled and battle and like weak and they're like don't worry Ani we, we got this battle and she's sitting there and she's like thanks I've I've fought enough in my lifetime and she's just like completely fine <laughs> um just a, a quick little side note uh so the connection between um Armin and Ani, how much of it do you think it comes from Baratolt? 50%. Think 50? I think it's 50-50. Hmm. Because I think it started with that, but I think the more You think it Armin developed more beyond through, that? Yeah. I feel like 50% of like the, the meter was full, and then Armin uh, was able to push it like the other 50%. Okay. Uh, so we're in the rumbling. One second. That was, a, that was at least six seconds. I don't know. My bad. <laughs> so, um, Ani decides to stay back and they're about to take off and Flock is alive. And, uh, she, he he uh, starts shooting at them, and Mikasa fires her ODM gear and hits him in the throat with it. Yeah, and he hits the deck. It's such a uh, it's such a gruesome death, but also you can't help but be like, that's kind of cool because he's like he's held up for a second where like he's kind of leaning back and it's just in his throat, um, and he's like still standing for a few seconds. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, then after that, they realize that the flying boat, it's leaking oil. And they need someone to stay behind and kind of take out some of the Colossal Titans, slow down their push up, get like their front line. And Hanji's like, I'm the leader of the Survey Corps. I'm going to do this. And she appoints Armin as the next commander of the Survey Corps. And she goes against the Colossal Titans alone. And she's killing a few of them. And she 
bursts into flames and hits the ground. And we see Hanji, Welcome to the Afterlife, by all of the other scouts that have passed away, including Ervin. Yeah, I also want to say that she goes out the only way I think Hanji could ever go out. She's As she's walking up, Levi's like, what do you think you're doing? He's like... Don't stop me. I have the I have the need to go out in an incredible fashion right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. also the fucking music is so good. It is. It's one of the best deaths in the entire series. It's done really well. Me and Keegan were both crying. Yeah. We I like, uh, we need a minute. We we sat there for a good at least five minutes and we we're both just like You good? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said, why are my eyes doing this to me? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really good death. It's it's such a good start to this final part. And then it immediately begins into chapter two, which is called Sinners. Um, we, um, Armin is like, hey, you know, we could still have a peaceful resolution to all this. And Aaron brings them into the paths. And he's like, if you want to stop me, kill me or else you won't. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm not going to stop you. Well, he's not going to like, he's not going to roll over. Yeah. He's not going to roll over, but he's not going to restrain them. He's like, that's your freedom. If you want to stop me, that's your right. And, uh, Falco's talking to Annie and he's like, I think I can fly. (laughs) 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 So there's a bunch of refugees. They're trying to get out, and they see a bunch of airships launching an assault on Aaron. They're like, "Holy fuck, we got this, we got this, we got this!" And the beast kind, the beast titan, like manifests itself from like the bone of the Warhammer Titan, and just throws shit, <laughs> throws shit at all the planes, just like fucking King Kong in 1935. Yeah, knocks them all down, and uh, they're like, "Well, shit." And then we see the flying boat and the scouts and the warriors jump off. We see Peak and Reiner transform and Reiner jumps onto the beast Titan and uh, Armin's like, Aaron, what about you is free? And that's the end of part one. I don't know if I, I don't think I missed anything. I don't think so. Uh, it's a really, really solid episode. Uh, Keegan is very lucky because he watched it the day that the last episode came out, and a lot of a lot yeah. of others had to wait. Everybody, like, you were like, months. everybody's been waiting seven months, and I'm like, I have to wait seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was complaining. He was like, "Is the final episode out yet?" I was like, "No, it'll probably be out tonight." And he was like. I have to wait seven hours. I was like, dude, everybody else waited seven fucking months. <laughs> I was like, for me, it was ten years from like the start of the show. And I, I just uh, recently, uh, back in like February, I watched all of this, and then starting in August, I started watching it all again. Um, uh, so here we go, part four. We start with the battle of heaven and earth. Uh, there's not a ton that really happened in this one that like we can like go in depth on. It's just a lot of battles. We see uh, versions of the nine Titans appearing. Yeah, uh, that I think it's one of the coolest things that we can mention is that um, the Warhammer Titan is basically 
being used to manifest all the previous um carriers of the uh of the nine yeah and we see all of these different versions some of them look so strange just because of when it was taken on and how the titans uh have changed over the years yeah because it's dependent on like each titan like host it's uh it's different like the re like falco can fucking fly so yeah and armin's taken away uh by this like owl looking thing i think i don't remember what it looks like i just know it kind of took him Oh, it's the and, like pig thing, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's the pig. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. I wonder and, what uh, I wonder what variant of the uh, Titan that is. I bet it's a beast. It could be, because it would be an animal. Um. So Armin is like kind of suffocated. He's not killed, and he is at the paths. And we see Ani and Gabby arrive and kind of save everybody's ass because they're getting their ass handed to them by the uh, by Aaron's Titan and Ani and the rest can uh, swoop down on Falco. His jaw Titan can fly and he rescues them and we see Armin in the paths and uh, he discovers Zeke. Just building sandcastles. Yeah, yeah, he's just sitting there on the beach, just kind of doing whatever, which starts the next episode, or next chapter, A Long Dream. Yeah. What were you going to say? How long long do you think it feels like he's been sitting there, just building sandcastles? At least a year. You think? I think so. Mm. Half a year to a year, I would say. Yeah. Like in his time. Yeah, uh... Definitely just, I. how many sandcastles do you think he built? I don't know. Do you think he, like, started, got, like, really bored, started, like, counting the grains of sand? <laughs> he, he, he like, started a pile, and then he lost count because they just built his pile on sand. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they kind of talk about the meaning of life. And, uh, Zeke is, like, talking about how he wants everybody to die and Armin's trying to convince him otherwise and finally he kind of they kind of are are able to work together and they call on deceased titan shifters that we've seen throughout the series to kind of help them I also love the symbolism when um, Zeke's like where did you find that as Armin pulls something out of the sand and for Zeke he sees the baseball but Armin sees um what is it? You see something different. Is it the shell? Yeah, it's a seashell. Yeah. So the yeah. they're seeing different things from like their past. And with what you know now, do you think that was kind of Aaron sending back a hint? It might be, yeah. Because when they're on the beach, they have the shell. Yeah. Man, with all these beaches, we might have to push back the Death Stranding episode a week and do the Guardians <laughs> one first. <laughs> we like always said is beach, and then if we do Death Stranding, all we'll be talking about is beaches. Yep. Um. So Zeke kind of materializes, and he's like, "Oh man, the sunset. If I would have seen that before, maybe I wouldn't have done all this." And then Levi just fucking cuts his head off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just fucking murks him right there. Um, 
and then Armin uses the Colossal Titan, and it releases the centipede-like thing, the source of all Titan power, and it's kind of like flipping around. And uh, there's a bunch of Eldians there, and they kind of get down, and they're like, oh shit, did we do it? Like, is it dead? And uh, we see this gas um, kind of like pouring out everywhere, and it's like Zeke's spinal fluid that he had put in the wine. And we see John and Connie and all these others start turning into t- like pure titans. Yeah, which in from what you told me, that was not in the manga. That was a change that they did in the anime. Yeah, if my memory serves me correctly, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember that happening in the manga. I don't remember John and Connie being torn uh, turned into titans unless they did it very quickly, and I missed it. I don't remember that part at all. Which kind of takes them out. You forgot to talk about the fight to get back Armin. We kind of just were right, uh, roping that into the fighting on Aaron's back. Yeah. pretty that's pretty much what a lot of that first a lot episode of, is. A lot of the the last episodes here is a lot of fighting, and um, it's a, it's very well animated, and we think you should watch it if you haven't already. In fact, if you're here and you're listening to us talk about the ending of the show that you haven't watched, that's a little weird. I think you should go watch it. <laughs> Unless you're getting the story, like, from us, and it's like that, you ever seen that show, Drunk History? Yeah, yeah. Where they get somebody, let's saw us, like, explaining the plot of them, and, like, when we get to these parts, it's just, like, me, Charlie Day, with the, the billboard, I'm like, the, the Marley, and parody, <laughs> <laughs> like, pointing to the billboard, or the, uh, the whiteboard, I got yeah. all the strings and everything. Um, so, they're like shit now we gotta fight Aaron Aaron turns into a, a colossal titan and um Mikasa and Levi are the only ones left with Armin to kind of be able to take him down and Levi uses this thunder spear and it breaks open the mouth like well I should say that uh Armin turns into the colossal titan and they kind of have a brawl yeah between the two of them and um Levi uses a thunder spear, he opens up Aaron's mouth, and we see his human head and the mouth, and Mikasa slides in and just cuts his head off very slowly and just goes right through. She grabs his head, and she kisses his head. And... <laughs> yep, <laughs> just, just holding it. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And then Ymir is freed from the paths she's allowed to pass on and all of the titan powers in the world are gone no one is a titan john and connie are returned back none of the titan wielders are going to die um all of the titan powers basically on earth are gone Sam said, I've only seen the first season that is exactly how it was when Mike got back into AOT he was trying to explain to me what happens after season one it's it's a lot it, it is, is a lot um but just thinking back on it since we're here it's i mean it's a good for some reflection thinking back on the fact that the first episode is just it's so simple like a life is just they don't know anything so it's just simple yeah, but then in the background, all the pieces are there, and yeah. you don't know them for something more. 
yeah we it starts piecing together and we understand like all the connections that have been laid before we the basically the story was set in stone before we even started yep and all the foreshadowing and everything is just so good so good how everything kind of plays out at the end and that's when we get the final chapter that i'm going to segue into toward the tree on that hill um after aaron dies armin gets his memories back about a conversation that he had with aaron uh talking about his true motives and aaron it's really cool because aaron is explaining this to him in the past but he's explaining to him the future. Yeah. That's really mindfucky. Yeah, I say that out loud. But that's what he's doing. He's explaining to him, you know, what what's going to happen. And Armin's like pissed and it's revealed how many people Aaron killed. 80% of the world's population. Yeah. Armin decks him. He's like, you're a loser. Uh, why would you? Why would you do that? And he was like... It's a world free of Titans, and uh, he's like, Armin's like, well, hopefully Mikasa moves on. And this is the only change that I didn't like at all from the manga to the anime, is they kind of make Aaron a little pathetic here. Yeah, it's a very, like, I, I, I was watching it just like, that's very, like, strange. That is so, that uh, very out of character, truly. Yeah, he's like crying and he's like, I don't want Mikasa to ever find anybody else but me. I'm like, dude. He's like, I wanted to urine after me for at least 10 years. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you just killed like 80% of the world. Um, So Armin, um, they're mourning everything and Armin's like, I'll take credit for killing Eren. You get out of here, they won't let you have his body. And she takes Eren back with him to parody. And the scouts and the warriors are heroes now. And we see three years later, 80% of the world gone. The Jaegerists have, like, pretty much instituted a full-blown, like, fucking socialist, uh, nationalist socialist democracy. Not democracy, but government in parody. They've taken over big time. And they're trying to prepare for a revenge attack. While the scouts and warriors become the world's ambassadors for peace negotiations with them, uh, Mikasa buries Aaron's head under a tree. That would um, that they would kind of hang out on under when they were kids that we saw, and then we get to see all of our all of our heroes from the entire series coming back to parody. They're all on this boat. They're ambassadors. And Levi's not there. It's revealed that Levi is like a candy salesman and Marley. And he's sitting in a chair and he's handing out lollipops to kids. And we start to, the credits start to roll and we get this great song. And we see all these generations pass. We see parody grow and shrink and grow and then bombed and destroyed. We see Mikasa, um, laying dead in her coffin whenever she dies and buried with Aaron. And then we get, after the credits are over, we see parody now. And there's like all this grass over it and it's been abandoned essentially. And there's this guy and his dog and he approaches the tree and it looks, I, 
identical to the tree that Ymir found the source of the Titan's power. Yep. And he starts to look down into it, and the series ends. So do you speculate that it's going to continue, like like the cycle of Titans is going to continue? That will. Uh, but like, as for like a sequel or no? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think a sequel would ever happen because the story is already. You can't really change, like that much of it. So, um, but I think overall, like having that speculate, not speculation, but that kind of. The Titans will like continue to repeat themselves throughout history, no matter what happens. Yeah, I after a lot of time has passed. Yeah. And it, it kind of makes you think, was this whole thing the first time that this had happened? Right. Which is really mind-fucky. Yeah. Um, uh, also... Especially because they have the power... Sorry, I'll let you... I just wanted to say, because they have the power to erase people's memories. Right. Um, so many times. I just I just wanted to mention... I don't know how if you saw them or not, but I saw so many people posting uh, like on their like Snapchats and Instagram stories, like just the the final screenshot of where it says the end and they're just like um my favorite thing came out of it though was the um stewie from family guy and he's like well i should get some sleep and it has the end in the background he flicks the light off turns over covers himself with a blanket and just starts weeping (laughs) (laughs) Yep, because every episode up to that point was shown as to be continued yeah and this is the first one where Marks the end. Yep. Yeah, uh, I love, I love the ending. I, w- I would like to get y- your thoughts on it because this is a, uh, this is a controversial ending for a lot of people. Yeah, I personally, I, I think it was very well done. Um, I didn't read the manga to know what like big changes really happened, if there were any. Just die, honestly, just digestion stuff. It's the same ending. Okay. Um, so yeah, largely, I think that I really like the ending, um, cause I kind of, I like the reveal that we get that Aaron didn't change personalities, but he kind of, uh, compartmentalized that part of himself to do what he thought he needed to do. We also forgot to mention that in the, when he's speaking with Armin, he's, you know, Armin is reliving the memories that he had, um, locked out that. Aaron says to him, on that day, uh, I sent that Titan after my mom. Yeah. Yeah, and killed his own mom to make sure that the, uh, the future happened the way that it was supposed to. Yeah. Very dark. Yeah. It's... Whew. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what are your, what are your thoughts you've ranked everything else what do you give i just fucking put it all together the final three chapters together uh that's a 10 baby that's a 10 what do you give the series as a whole that's a 10 that's a 10 let me uh we gotta do this there's gotta be one this is completely unscripted but let me see if there is one. <sighs> okay uh you looking for is. a tier list yeah yeah we could just loop like we just did uh if i share my screen will it be on the podcast yeah i just have to open it okay cool
ignore my all of my tabs. <laughs> all right. So I don't know why it's numbered one to seven. We don't have to do it like that. I'm going to actually change it. And then I'm just going to, you know, I don't even think we'll need a C, but. All right. Where are you? Where do you think we should put the beginning? Season one, part one. I'd say A tier. I think it starts off really strong. I'd say so too. A tier. Season one, part two. Uh, also A tier. I honestly, I don't think anything's gonna be below a B. Above or below part one? Uh, that's a tough I call. Say, for me, it's below just because the first. 13 episodes really do a lot and then that next 12 are a little bit slower like we get the female titan but it, it's things aren't into high gear yet right and it's still we're still very much in the dark in regards to like we have only speculation we don't have a full mystery like uncovered just yet yeah season two uh that's s tier yep i was just about <laughs> to say introduction to the beast all, the reveal of Reiner and Bertold, yeah. Historia, there's so much in season two. Season three, part one. Um, I don't like it as much as the rest of it. I love a lot of the stuff that we get uncovered, but I would say it's probably top of A tier for me. Top. See, I was going to say, for me, it's like right in between these two, like sandwiched. Okay. Because, be, well... I really like the uh the Kenny, the Kenny stuff. Yeah. I just feel like this part is a little bit slower and it's just like we literally just went from Aaron being taken to Aaron being taken. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. so, uh, I think that's a good place. Middle uh, uh A. Season 3 part 2. It's definitely S tier, but I don't know if I put it Above or below season two? I, for me, I, I'm going to say above because this is arguably one of the best episodes in the series uh, with yeah. the decision between Armin and Ervin. And then we get like so much revealed. And this is where Aaron touches Astoria's arm, the basement. Yeah. A big thing with this too is we were... Um, before the podcast started, we were talking about the top like 50 TV episodes of all time. And um, the episode where Levi's forced to choose between um, Ervin or Armin uh, is what ranked like 13 on that list. Yeah, it was in like the top 20. It is an amazing episode. Yeah. What do you think? I think it goes above season two. Very cool. Season four, part one, the Marley arc. Now we're just, we just got to put stuff in S tier and figure out where it goes. <laughs> All right. All right. Where is. Um, I think season four, part one is in a good place there. I probably put it above season two. And then we just got to figure out where part two goes. I want to hear your uh, argument. Part two, I think, with the episodes, memories of the future, and 
to you 2000 years ago i think for those two episodes alone i would put it right under season three part two okay uh just and all of this there is so much that happens and we get so many deaths so much shit happens the final battle everything is out on the table the reveal of Aaron manipulating grisha i don't know why i clicked on your stream <laughs> instinct i don't know what do you think what do you, what, do you, what are your what are your thoughts um i don't know i, I don't really have any sound arguments to be honest it's Everything that everything that we've covered here has been phenomenal. So, I don't know. Yeah, it it, it is a tough one to call. Here, let's make it easier. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> let's. Well, now, fuck, because I want to move on. Made all it more things. difficult. <laughs> we'll just. We'll just leave it like that. <laughs> we'll just leave for for our audio listeners. S tier season three part two, season four part one, season two, season four part two, A tier season one part one, season three part one, or season one part one, season three part one, and then season one part two. So I guess it's fair to say that we both thought that season one was the weakest season. Yes, yeah. uh, season three had a weak beginning. But the second half is among the best. Yeah, but it's not saying anything that they're that the first season's weak because even like with that perspective, it's still phenomenal. Yeah, one hundred percent. Now let's do every episode. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Seasons one to four. Does this got them all? Oh my god! Somebody filled this one out already. <laughs> They put the, they put all of the final in, they put the OVAs above the last episode. Hey, yo. What the that's fuck? That's a, that's a baby. We, we, we found a baby's fucking. Oh, uh, they got list. memories of the future from you though, in S tier. Uh, audio listeners were looking at a tier list of somebody who had already ranked all of them. The fact that the OVAs two, three yeah, this is all five. This is literally just the final two episodes. That's crazy. I think that, who did this? Whoever that is, they got brain damage. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the fuck? Alright. Well, I think we just about <laughs> covered, uh, do you have any final thoughts or uh, on the series or what you'd like to rate the series as a whole? Uh, so this is definitely my top in my top three anime of all time. Um, for those that are now curious, uh, it's uh, Cowboy Bebop's number one. This is probably number two, and Samurai Champloo is number three. Wow, I still need to watch Champloo. That is coming up. Look out for that. We will be doing that. Uh, which is pretty much the opposite of what we did here, where I'm an AOT veteran, and Keegan is now an AOT veteran. Yep. He's going to be taking me through Samurai Champloo. Um, I think our next episode, do you want to do Guardians next, or do you want to do Death Stranding next? Uh, 
let's do let's do guardians next and then we'll do death stranding because i do want to go through um maybe like watch a video or something to get refreshed on death stranding because it's been three and a half years since i actually finished the game it's been about six months and i yeah. still hurt from it yeah yeah um so yeah i think uh i think that's it out of us Sorry for the delay in the episode. Uh, we had some life going on, but we got yeah. episode 13 out to you guys just the same. Uh, we appreciate you guys being in here, chatting with us, lurking with us, audio listeners. We love you, YouTube listeners, wherever you're watching us. You're great. Thank you for checking out our content and uh, listening to us uh, two grown men. Got to emphasize that. Ramble about an anime that we really like. Yep. Um, means the world to us. And uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah, and again, if you haven't watched Attack on Titan yet, please do so. It is phenomenal. Um, additionally, Hanji's best character. That's all. Oh, we should. I should have asked you that. I guess that is your favorite. <laughs> yeah, mine's probably Ervin. I would say. That's fair. Ervin is very good too. Reiner's up there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it from us. You all have a fantastic evening day night whenever it is that you've uh you're witnessing this and uh yeah tune in for the next one yes thank you guys